Hello, everyone. Hello, and this episode is brought to you by Midtown Merchants Association. The MMA. It's not about fighting. It's about promoting all the businesses that are in Midtown Hattiesburg. Where's Midtown Hattiesburg, Jamie? I believe it's between Highway 49 Mm -hmm. and 40th Avenue. Mm -hmm. And then Lincoln Road all the way up to like 4th Street. There's a lot going on in Midtown Hattiesburg. Huge corridor. Make sure you check them out on social media. All their links are in the description below. Man, we got a great episode this week. We have Jamie Ferris of Lincoln Road Package Store. The guy is like a whiskey genius. He's going to teach us. You know, he does like whiskey 101 classes. Yeah. He's all over town. Actually, fellow Versus member. Just a baller. You should see that guy on the rowing machine. So you're saying this is another Jamie episode. I wonder who knows more about whiskey. Hmm. Jamie's going to have to bust out the kitty mask, and we're going to find out. We're going to test his knowledge. Make sure you check us out on Patreon. You can support us there. We also have a website, thehardyStreetboys.com, with lots of merch, T-shirts, hats, coffee mugs, kind of all kinds of fun stuff. And be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. It's not that hard, but, I mean, come on. You should be subscribing to our stuff on YouTube. <laughs> if you have a Google account, that's all you need. And I, I understand maybe you don't trust Google, but at the same time, You can trust us, and we wouldn't ask you to do it if it wasn't safe. So, subscribe, follow, all that stuff. I think it's time to get the show started. Let's go. The Hardest Street Boys, Hardest Street Boys, Hardest Street Boys, it's the Hardest Street Boys. Like and subscribe. What, you feel good? Yeah, I feel great. How are you feeling? I feel good. I like how we match unintentionally. Yeah, it's uh this is just sweater weather. <laughs> it is sweater weather. This is just perpetuating that uh that myth that we spend all of our time together and that we plan everything together. We do plan certain things. We but, do. Um this is just this is just great minds think alike. Well, how was your week last week? I had a great week. It was uh it was a little less busy because we weren't really, you know, it's no longer October in Hberg. Yeah, I think this is, uh, it's like pump your brakes, slow down a little bit. You know, there's still stuff going on. It's like everyone have a salad and some water week. Yeah. And uh, so that was that was good. I mean, I had a, had a great week uh, at Versus working out. Felt good. I went every day. Um, and I actually, I actually got to eat at uh, Crescent City Grill. Nice. Man. Love it, the Crescent City. It was... Uh, I had like I had an absolute feast. Uh, had an old fashioned there to start out with, and then you know I normally I was always a crab meat wonton guy, and uh, they had to switch to Gulf shrimp wontons just because of the market price of crab and stuff. So uh, I I had those and uh, some some uh, egg rolls, the spring rolls, love those with the duck in there. Oh yeah, the duck. Man, it was it was really good. It was really good. And then I had actually I had the prime rib po' boy. Whoa. Which I kind of like, when I go there, I normally do like seafood. I was like, no, nah, I just I just want some red meat. I want some bread. Because I, like I said, I've been to Versus every day. And I've been training super hard. I needed some calories. And uh, man, the au jus that you dip it in. I was say, they got great po' boys there. Oh my gosh. It was so good. Well, Don't, it's like. Can't sleep on them. It's just a piece of bread with a steak just stuck in the middle of oh, it. Oh, yeah. And you're like, I mean, this isn't complicated, but it's really like it's oh, it's yeah. really good. It's legitimately good. And then uh, I also had uh, had apple cobbler. Ooh. They put it in one of those big fancy like margarita glasses, you know? Very nice with ice cream. And I actually put that up on my Instagram, uh, saying, "Hey, this place is pretty sweet." Oh, yeah. So I did I did a food related pun. Uh, I had a three course meal. Um, 
and put it all on the internet. So it was it was a good time. Sounds legit. That was a good time. What was what'd you get up to this weekend? You were uh you were busy, weren't you? Well, I missed out on a lot of the stuff here. I actually went up to Jackson and played in the Combo State Championship tennis tournament. So nice. yeah, I had a team that you know, I I captained a team this past season. What's the and, team name? Uh just my last name, Madison ja- Gale. The Jamies? Pretty much. No, what? Let's right now. Let's come up with your team name. Well, I got a cool team name for my singles league team. Uh, we are the Net Profits. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. All right. That's <laughs> so. But wait, your singles team has a name, but then your combo team doesn't. We well, I just figured that we were kind of in the. How should I say this? We're kind of like. We're going to go to state. So usually when you go to state, it's usually the captain's last name. They don't let you have fun when you get up there. It's kind of like, all right, you're from this area in the district. You're from this district. Mm-hmm. And then they just have the captain's last name. So they kind of take the fun out of it. Yeah. I you think- can have it during the season, but it's it's one of those things where once you go to the state championship, it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. Dude, you got to roll in there Bad News Bears style and be yeah. like, we're the Jamies. Okay. And then just make them accept you yeah. for who you are. The Hattiesburg Super Squad or something. Like yes. That, like something like that. Yeah. You know, I got you. Hattiesburgers in Paradise. Like, there you go. That's a good team name. You know. So how did so how did that go? How did how did tennis and Jackson go? Well, it was good. We uh it was good great weather. It was great yeah. weather. Uh we yeah. played against the Tupelo team. We beat them. Uh we played a team from Natchez and just came up a little short. Then we played Jackson, and things did not go our way, and we were pretty much out of it. And we played a team from South Haven and lost. So Mm. there you go. There you go. Well, you had fun, though, right? Of course. Man, I I saw some of the pictures uh, that people posted. It looked like it was a good time. Yeah, it's always a good time. It's a a good gathering of uh, of folks, you know, people with a lot of friends, and you get to go out in Jackson, maybe enjoy a nice bite to eat somewhere out there. I went to... I went to the Jatamas in Ridgeland, got mm. to check that one out. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, 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 I love Jatamas, mm-hmm. so I get to see a different Jatamas. So yeah. that was kind of fun. Uh, I went to a place called Fine and Dandy. Mm. That place was fine and dandy. It was, I was very, it was very nice and tasty. Just about to ask, like that that place better be dandy. Yeah, or at the very least, fine. If that's what was what was fine about it. Uh, and it's like, it was fine, not like, fine. Oh, man, I'll tell you, just one of the things that we had were these amazing goat cheese fritters, and mm. they were so delicious. Man, mm. yeah, got me thinking about them. Goat cheese fritters, whoa. So they they were fine? They were fine. Nice. Fine. They were like, they're full. <laughs> I'll say it like that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm thinking. Dude, the, how, the, how, how you say the word fine is yeah. crucial because it, it could have very different meanings. Yeah, but I got to try a couple other places. Um, some friends, we went to Sombra. I had never been to Sombra before. It was okay. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little, you know, it was, it was kind of busy. So I'm sure they could have, you know, maybe a, a different night. But mm-hmm. it was it was still good. And then and we also went to one of my favorite places to go kind of in that uh, close to Northside Drive is Sakurabana, one of the older sushi restaurants of Jackson, which is got some sushi while I was up there. So yeah. It was delightful. Yeah. I haven't hung out in Jackson in a long time. I actually, I had a gig on Sunday. So you were in Jackson, yeah. Yeah, well, I was in Clinton. I didn't really get to hang out in the city. And, uh, you know, I, when I went to Millsaps, like, I love the city of Jackson, man. It's got so much potential. It yeah. really there's does. A, there's a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, I think I was telling a friend, I, was, I said, I don't know if I could really live in Jackson, but I do enjoy coming up and visiting. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, the tennis scene up there is, is, it's like bustling. I mean, there's always 
people. People who play in Jackson don't even know everybody who plays in Jackson. There's so many people. Right. Well, in a state, it's the state capital, man. You want, like, just like the rest of the state, you want it to do well. Um, I always just thought they needed to pour more into the music scene because the music scene there could be oh, yeah. amazing. Like, But it also makes you appreciate the music scene in Hattiesburg. It really does. Because you know, you're like, I mean, even in the state capital, we got more bands, we got better quality you know oh yeah not better you you know what i mean it's because it's really because of university but uh yeah man i was in clinton i was actually just uh just south of flora at the reed house at the live oaks at the reed the reed house at live oaks you were telling me how this place was set up this cool venue they so apparently it was a golf course that they just they had like like a crummy little clubhouse up top and they just bulldozed it and made this huge, like, it's like a warehouse. They have, like, four garage-style doors. You know, they lift it up. And there's this venue where you, the, where the, the wedding – so we played for a wedding reception where the actual ceremony took place. And you walk up this hill through these huge, massive oak trees that are, like – I mean, I don't know how old the, – they got to be, like – how old do oak trees get? Like hundreds of years yeah, old. Hundreds like of these, years old. yeah. These oak trees have seen some things, man. Oh yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And then it's just this huge long hall, and uh, man, you could pack some people in there. Like I, that would be a great place to have uh, just a huge party. That's awesome. So it was fun. I love playing with John Causey and Cody Ruth, Tyler Kemp. They're all incredible musicians. And it's crazy. The last gig we had was like May first. We haven't been able to rehearse, hop into it, and I mean, dude, sounded like I'm not trying to be. I'm trying to check my ego here. I'm just saying, like, it just sounds good. Yeah. You know, when you're playing with musicians who are pros, just kind of get to enjoy yourself. So it was a lot of fun. Um, the people really liked it, and uh, hadn't played a wedding reception on a Sunday maybe ever. But I think that's a new thing now, just because of COVID. When there's a lot of back. There's a backlog of weddings. Oh yeah, you know. So. A lot of people are pivoting on stuff like that too, because I know sometimes venues actually will give you a better rate mm-hmm. if you're like, hey, I'm like getting married on a Friday, right? And the Saturdays are like prime time. So. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, dude. It was. It was really cool. It was. A, it was a good hang and uh, good to see all those people and good to be. You know, I love going to see live music, but man, I love being a part of it too. So it was oh, yeah. fun. Is people were very nice, very yeah, appreciative, awesome. and. That's it is awesome. It felt it felt really good. It was a great confidence boost for sure and good for the soul, but Yeah. Yeah, man. Coming up. What do we have coming up? What do we have coming up? It, it, we're back into like this whole I know that uh the US men are playing Mexico mm-hmm. in soccer. That's mm-hmm. a thing. Probably get, I, get a good group get a group up and go to the keg and barrel. Maybe watch with American Outlaws. Yep. And I know uh, our friend Joe would have loved to have seen that game. I actually uh, talked to his wife, and I think uh, that would be a great way to, you know, honor our friend and uh, yeah. watch USA Mexico. That's always a good game. Um, do we yeah. Wanna, do we want to shed any light on that at all? I mean, I know it's kind of a – you touched on it with your Movember stuff, but it's so kind of like eerie that a friend of ours recently passed away. Yeah, it is eerie. Um that's how I spent my Saturday was his visitation and funeral. And uh, it was really hard, man. It was really hard. It was the first teammate I ever had who uh, who I had to go to their funeral. That's never happened before. And, uh, yeah, it made me think I don't like this mustache on my face. Yeah. And I really don't like it now because I associate it with 
with uh, a, like kind of a negative thing, but I also it makes me really think like this kind of seemingly silly exercise of not shaving a mustache for a whole month. Uh, I do want it to be on my mind and other people's minds. Like, man, you got to take care of yourself and you have to, uh, you don't have to do any of it alone, man. You really don't. And uh, I, I, once again, I hope people reach out too. To not just us, but yeah. to appropriate professionals. And, oh, yeah. And, and, uh, and check in on your friends for sure, you know. Because you never know. You never know what's going on. And uh, I, I told, I've been telling my students too, very appropriately, but telling my students, like, there's no place you can get to that's so dark and so desperate that it's over. Yeah. Because I know what that, I personally have been, you know, depression and anxiety does not discriminate. It'll hit, it'll hit anybody. I've had that. I mean, I still have to really keep an eye on that kind of stuff. And uh, I've been telling them, like, man, I would never judge you because I've been, I've been there, you yeah. know. So I hope people realize that too. That we're not like, uh, it's not. I'm not pointing a finger or anything either. But yeah. So I hope that the game would be a great way to to kind of fellowship and, um, you know, get to meet people and yeah. That's what it's for. You know? say celebrate one of his favorite things to do. So getting together and. Watching soccer with your friends, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Who knows? He might be watching with us. So, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, coming up, I, you know, event wise, I'm I'm kind of in the dark about stuff. I am excited about Thanksgiving. I'm excited yeah. about the guests we have lined up too for the rest of the month. It's going to be a good one. Um, well, I was thinking we should, you know, I was out of town. I don't know what you were up to this past week, but I know that there was like a bourbon celebration out at Canebreak. Mm -hmm. the, the annual bourbon celebration, mm -hmm. and I'd love to see what uh, what Jamie has to say about it. I'm sure it was quite a time. They probably raised a lot of money for the Pine Belt Foundation, mm -hmm. and I think J Junior Auxiliary was this past weekend. So mm -hmm. missed out on a couple of things here in town, but you know maybe get a little recap. Yeah, I need to go visit a tailor before I try and go to either of those parties. But yeah, it was. Uh, I, I know Pine Belt Foundation, Caroline Nurkin and Christina Brown work really hard. Um, to, to raise money for that foundation. And, uh, yeah, I know Sean, our buddy Sean from yeah. the Keg and Barrel was like, I got to talk to him briefly uh, about how he's made his whiskey. It's like a blackberry. or I'm sorry, Sean, I'm butchering this, but he made like an infused whiskey, like cocktail thing that won. Like he won the yeah. bourbon celebration. So Yeah, it always seems like such a cool event, and I, I've, I've yet to make it to it. I've, I would love to go, but... Uh... Yeah, I'd love to hear about it, too. Yeah, man, that'd be a good time. But, hey, I think it's time to actually bring on Jamie from Lincoln Road Package Store. So after this, Jamie Ferris. Thanks, Jamie. Jamie Massingale. Here we have Jamie Ferris <laughs> of Lincoln Road Package Store. How you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Thank you all for having me on. Yeah, it's exciting to have you here. And, uh... You know, you're part of you're part of Midtown Merchants Association. What's it like having your own business in Midtown Hattiesburg? What's your favorite thing about it? It's been great just seeing more and more people move back into Midtown and we're starting to see more of those customers that were out west that are getting closer into Midtown and the neighborhoods just being vibrant and really enjoy living and being in that neighborhood and, and having a business right there with it and everybody kinda the whole local support local uh, really hits home right in there. Yeah, there's definitely a sense of community in yes. that area for sure. Uh, so what's it like having Lincoln Road Package Store? You're right by Corner Market, um, right off 28th and Lincoln. Uh, what's what's that like? What's, what's the 
the biggest thing about your business that you want people to to know? I guess the biggest thing is just that we try to provide the best customer service with the best selection possible, you know, and if we can't get something for them, we're going to do our best to get them if it's available. You mm-hmm. know, that's the biggest thing some people realize is that, well, I can't get this wine. Well, there's only like 50 cases of it made. You know, usually that's not coming to, to Mississippi anyway. It's going mm-hmm. to one of the bigger markets. But that just, if we don't have something, let us know. We try to do everything we can on the customer service side to do that. I mean, and support our customers with whatever they want the restaurants whatever they they need we do a lot of wholesale business to restaurants and then on top of all that we do you know our whiskey selections our bourbons and single barrel picks that we do i mean i think we're getting close to over a hundred different single barrel slash store picks as they call it Mm -hmm. almost kind of call them exclusives in stock uh at any given time yeah it's not just holiday season or the fall like this is kind of the bourbon season right now everybody's like out looking for the harder to get stuff that when we get that stuff, it's like bottles. I mean, you're talking two, three bottles, and it's like, what do you kind of do with it? So we've thrown some into some charitable auctions and things like that to, to help out. But that's why we did the single barrel picks originally was because I could get 120, 180 bottles or something, and then I didn't have to worry about You could buy it and come back and buy it again if you liked it. It wasn't – you only get it one time. Yeah. So you guys are like – we were talking about this earlier. Like you guys are like a, a kind of a bourbon like store now. You know, how did that kind of come about? Yes. Because you think spirits, you think, you know, you got wine, you got champagne, you got all kinds of different things. And you, there's such a wide variety, such a, a big selection at your store. How did you kind of shift into like almost specializing in bourbon? Well, so we originally were wanted to offer a large wine selection. So those customers who were buying those wines and nicer wines, then they started asking about other whiskeys. And so then we just started getting into nicer scotches and nicer bourbons. And then one thing led to another. And then we, uh, like 2012, 2011, we picked our first store single barrel pick and it was on Elijah Craig. And, you know, it's a great story being like, I went up to Kentucky and I did this. And this is what we brought back. Look at this bottle. It's 12 year old, you know, single barrel for $20, $25. So it was just an easy sell. It was something that you're like, I went and did this, and it was something that you pushed. And they sold well, and you're like, okay, well, let's do another one. And then mm-hmm. we started doing another one, and we did another one. And then it kind of just all rolled, just kept kind of yeah, going that direction. And then we've been lucky enough to get a couple rated, and uh, we've been in the Whiskey Advocate with one of ours before, a couple of them actually, and – so then you start hitting on the national level a little bit, and then you start getting some destination shoppers, people coming through from Arkansas or Texas going to the beach. That's what we see a lot during the summer. That's what helps. You know, summer typically slows down for us because uh, it's hot. People are drinking more beer most of the time, mm-hmm. um, daylight longer. Mm-hmm. Now this time when it starts getting darker earlier, people start drinking spirits typically. But now that we've seen this whole bourbon boom, and the question has always been, how long is it going to last? But, man, we don't see any end in sight right now. Yeah. So with the thing with Elijah Craig, take me through, what, what was that? What did you go and do at Elijah Craig? So you, when you go do a store pick or a, bar- a private barrel for you, or, I mean, back then you could do it for your business, you would go to the distillery. They would have three or four barrels laid out there for you the, in the whole barrel. You, they call it the little bong. It, like, seals it. They would take that out, and then you would sample out of those four barrels, like kind of side by side. Mm, okay. And then 
you decide which one you want. And, you know, you're sampling them at barrel proof, which is just straight out of the barrel. It can be anywhere from 120 to 150, you know, just varies. Most of the time they fall in the 130 range, depends on the the distillery. And then you add some water to it, trying to get it down and seeing what it, because it's going to be proofed. That one specifically is going to be proofed down at 94 proof. And then you kind of, okay, this is the one that we like. And sometimes you'll be like, that one was great at barrel proof, and we added the water in it to bring it to 94. It just fell apart, and mm. something else will shine better that way. And then you say, this is the one I want. And then they're like, all right, great. We, you'll sign the barrel head, and they'll seal it up, and then they'll bottle it up for you. It'll still have Elijah Craig label on it, but then it'll have either a sticker or something on the label that said picked by Lincoln Road Package Store or Jamie Ferris or Misty Ferris. Right. Um, and then they'll ship it to us. Sometimes, you know, it used to be we'd have them within, you know, two to three months. But now it's been, we just don't know. Right. You know, so well, yeah. they, they try. I mean, they're trying, but everybody's dealing with the same same issues right now. Right. So, uh, but they could be six months later. They could be a year later. And I've got an interesting story about one we did last April that uh, just got here. So we'll yeah. talk about that one a little later. Yeah. Well, it's cool because it's, like it's like private shopping just for whiskey. That's right. You know. So then, so then, when anyone goes to your store, it's not just going to buy spirits. It's like it's like kind of it's part of like who you are, man. Like it's what you were interested in, what you thought tasted good, or what you think people will enjoy. It's not. It's very personal. That's right. It's very personable, and that's why you they're kind of interchangeable. Like you know, store pick, private barrel, you know, an exclusive, depending on if it's a blend. But it is. It's something that you like, and we've been lucky enough that some of the stuff we've picked, other people like. You know, because we all have different palates. I always use it, uh, like steak, for instance. I mean, I like mine rare, but some people like theirs well done. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's broad, you know, taste that people like, and that's why always someone comes in and says, "Well, what's your favorite thing to drink?" And I'm like, "Well, it depends." I mean, I just don't have one thing. It depends. Is it hot outside? Is it cold outside? And then I, I start always asking them, like, what do you like? And do you like something at 120 proof or do you like something at 80? That's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm sure there's a different bourbon for every occasion. Oh, yeah. So, well, and recently there was the bourbon celebration right, out mm-hmm. west. This was for the Pine Belt Foundation. How did that get going? And how were you, what, what role did you play in that? So that actually started, um, Four or five years ago, um, I can't take credit for starting that one, but we've been involved in the last three or four years. Um, Vanessa McClellan from Fine Wine Liquor Loft and Rhonda Hayden like spearheaded that thing on originally, and then we came on and started helping um, in year two, three, and four. And so it's been good. We've been running the, kind of the VIP side of that. Um, this year we had over 60 people in the VIP. So that raised a, a ton of money, you mm-hmm. know, $250 a head in there for the Pine Belt Foundation on top of the general tasting that had, I think, 69 whiskeys in it, wow. uh, different things for people to come and try. I mean, it's just a great experience to come and do it. The weather was great this year. You want cooler weather when it's, when you're drinking whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you could yeah. sit by the fire pit. They had people out there with cigars. They had the bartending uh, competition, so they give them each two bottles of bourbon to go batch and play with and make an interesting cocktail. Um, and there was some, you know, always great cocktails out there for mm-hmm. it. And then, I mean, they even had stilt walkers walking around. So wow. pretty cool thing. And then uh, my buddy Jeremy Tomley from Tomley Christmas Tree Farm had uh, his uh, bonfire he does. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those things where he does out of metal, and he cuts mm-hmm. logos out of it. 
Like, so he'll cut your logo out of it. And then when it's lit behind it, you just see this fire of your logo. Oh, that's so it's cool. a cool thing. Yeah. He's very talented. He Man. did that sign on the side of the building for us. Oh, really? Yeah. The Lincoln in 28. Yeah. Yeah. He came up with that for us. Man, that's a killer sign. That's yeah. some great artwork. You yeah. Know, that's iconic in Hattiesburg for sure. Well, yeah, man, the bourbon celebration sounds like it was a good time. Actually, our friend Sean McDaniel won the best yes. cocktail. Like, so what did he have in it? It was like, it was like blueberry. Was it blackberry? Black it was a blackberry, but he, look, Jared Patterson over at uh, El Rio had been talking to me about this, these kegged cocktails. And I was like, yeah, we'll see how that goes and tell me all this stuff. But Sean kegged it. Yeah. It was a kegged cocktail that he just had it on draft and just pulled it and it was, it was good. Yeah. He's telling me a little bit about it. He, he, uh, he was uh he was pretty excited, man. He said, "Yeah, he's got to you know." Well, I won't give away any secrets, but yeah, it was pretty cool hearing how he did that. And it's man, it's like it's that was one of those things too. Like I think I had heard of the Bourbon Celebration, but there's so many things going on in Hattiesburg that I, I feel like a lot of people miss out on just because they don't know. That's right. That's right. There was I think there was something else going on that night too as well. And this time of year, it gets so busy with different just charitable things board mm-hmm. meetings uh, you're starting to get into office parties and christmas parties we'll see how that goes this season mm-hmm. but that's usually i mean when you start getting every night so it's hard to have mm-hmm. a function where there's nothing going on there's always usually something going on but we were happy to pull i think they had around 200 people or more out there that's so awesome. yeah i think it was real awesome and then the haven't heard what the final numbers were on it yet yeah well, that's, I mean, that's, and that's all for the Pine Belt Foundation as that's well. That's right. So that's great that y'all are, y'all are really out there. Yeah, I found that too, the the more people we talk to own their own businesses, the ones that are doing really well are also like really involved in charitable uh, foundations or charitable uh, activities. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. I mean, we did the Eagle Rare Barrel for USM. We helped out with that and raised over $23,000 for the Pierce Line Foundation or scholarship fund there. And then um, we have Reunion. Uh, we have the Jatson Bourbon, Extra Table Jatson Bourbon Fest this Thursday in, Re- in uh, Reunion in Madison. Yeah. So that one is going to be another big one. We're hoping to raise big money for it. They said it costs uh, extra table sixty thousand dollars to feed the whole state. So if we can, we can pull that number. That'd be fantastic on one event to feed the whole state for a month uh, yeah. with that much. You know. So we're looking forward to it. Seeing, believe it or not, Jatson does not has they don't have one. Like we've had bourbon celebration here in Hattiesburg for four or five years now, and um, they haven't had one. Um, really. Not just like a bourbon fest or bourbon celebration type event, you know, bourbon festival. And you think about how common bourbon festival are now. I mean, I guess I'm more used to them because of Kentucky going in there. They have a few yeah. different ones, but yeah, yeah. So it's starting to be catch on thing. I mean, they're talking about trying to do one on the coast and some other places just to try to raise money where they can. And it's yeah. been nice that we've been able to have some partners with several distilleries that are happy to, you know, and liquor companies to help out and wine companies as well to give us the platform and the avenue to raise that kind of money. Right, right. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, actually. You know, uh, Jamie's playing tennis in Jackson. I had a gig in Clinton. I was like, dude, Jackson is so close to being... Like, I, I, it makes me very uh, 
thankful to live in Hattiesburg. Because mm-hmm. Jackson, like, it's very close to being really cool. Like, they need a bourbon festival. Come on, Jackson. You need a bourbon festival, man. <laughs> Get it together. Get it together. But, yeah, man, that's that's really cool. I think uh, I think it's great you're doing all that work. And then the thing with the Extra Table, like, we, I mean, we, we work out at Versus. Mm-hmm. They're doing a big row marathon with uh, Extra Table as well, too. So you see a lot of, a lot of cool stuff is happening, not just events, but a lot of good stuff happening for the state. Yeah, and I, and I don't really know the numbers and all of what they what they feed and how much they do but i mean people are hungry out there that we just don't realize we take it for granted and there are some starving people out there that need to be need some help well and the biggest thing with extra table is that it's quality food as well mm-hmm. it's not going and uh eating junk food you that's know right. it's it's that and that costs money man that's expensive mm-hmm. you have to so it's really great that they're doing that but man what i really want to get into though is uh i you know i want to i want to taste bourbon actually i want to see how well jamie does <laughs> all right blindfolded tasting bourbon you up for that jamie i think so uh i know jamie probably has he's involved with like a whiskey 101 thing so maybe i could do that while blindfolded a yeah. little bit get some pointers yeah, yeah you could educate us on some bourbon that sounds good let's do it let's get cool. it after this whiskey 101 with jamie's all right, so now we have Whiskey 101. This is actually a, like a class that you offer that you've done. I know you've done it at the Porter. Yeah, um, yeah, we've got uh, we've done two at the Porter now. Uh, the first one was just kind of a general bourbon, showed some different ones. Mm-hmm. The last one we did, some bourbon and rye whiskey. Um, the next one we're doing on December 6th is going to be scotch. Ooh. So we'll jump into – we did it Whiskey 101 so we could – go wherever we wanted i mean everybody's got whiskey now i mean we could go to colorado we can mm-hmm. go to japan we can go to ireland you know scotch yeah. wherever wherever we want to go it doesn't like if we did a bourbon 101 you kind of feel like you're kind of have to stay in that one little room of just bourbon you can't go outside it and do you know rye whiskey or american right. whiskey or finished whiskey i mean there's so many different types of whiskeys now right um like i was mentioning earlier like you know finished and they're finishing them in peach brandy barrels and different things like that maple syrup honey honey uh, yeah. honey barrels it's a worldwide Just, thing oh yeah a little bit talk like with scotland they kind of started a little bit first with finishing in the different types of wine like the dessert wine cast like sherry port sauternes right. and, and different things along there but Today, we have one that has been finished in a toasted barrel, and then we have one rye whiskey in the bunch with bourbons. Okay. So, we'll let you try this first one right here, Jamie, and see what you think. Ooh. This one tastes pretty good. Um, So, this one... What flavors do you get, Massive? I was going to say I get some fruity notes on this one. It's kind of uh, old bright. That's what I'm feeling right now. Definitely working the palate now. I bet you feel bright. Ooh. Yeah, so that's one thing, like, because you're, you're saying that working the palate, and he keeps like... Yeah. That's one thing I look for when we're picking barrels is something that lingers. It's like a good finish that lingers a little bit. I want to keep tasting it in a good way. Okay. I don't want to be like tasting and be like, where's my water? You know, I want to chug it, chug something to like chase it. You know, right, like right, you did right. I like that. What you have there, that <clears throat> that's our 1792 bottled and bond. Um, we called it quarantine bonding because we couldn't go to Kentucky and pick it last April of 2020. Right. So we had one of the distillery barrel managers pick it for us, mm. and we just got it last week. 
Really? Yeah. So as we were talking earlier about, you know, three months, six months, this barrel, there's just been a lot of logistical nightmares with it. Right. So it's been to New Mexico and back to Kentucky, Idaho, back to Kentucky, finally to Mississippi, just with some logistic nightmares of putting the wrong barrel on a truck somewhere Jeez. else. Luckily it got caught. They they caught the and it didn't we got it. So yeah. we finally did get it. But one thing to briefly talk about a little bit is the bottled and bond. What's bottled and bond? Bottled and bond is was an act that was done in 1897 to kind of bring a quality standard to whiskey. Okay. So now you know if it's bottled and bond, it's got to be four years old. It's got to be made in America. It's got to be um, 100 proof. Yeah. It's coming from one distilling season. So a distilling season runs January to June or July to December. So it has to be coming from that one distilling season and from that one, it has to say where it was made. And if it was bottled somewhere, it has to say where it was made and bottled if it wasn't at the same place. Right. So this is like 1792. It's the Barton Distillery there in Bargetown, one of the older distilleries out there. Um, and so 100 proof, about, it's about seven years old. So mm. real nice. And that's available at Lincoln Road Package Store. That's now. right. All these today are available at the at Lincoln Road Package Store. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. 1792, what you want to do. Mm. Tell them. I like it. You like it. All right, let's jump on to the next one. We're going to continue to climb in proof, though. So these will get more and more. You got it? So that last last one was 100 proof. Yeah. And this one here is what? This one's going to be 104 proof. Mm, Okay. Tell us what what you're experiencing, Massive. Getting a lot of whiskey notes <laughs> with taste of whiskey. Mm. Astute. It's definitely warming up. It's warming me up. I'm mm. getting this is good sweater weather, you know. Mm-hmm. A little oaky, maybe. I don't know. I, yeah. I just want to feel like oh, people say oaky when they describe things. Kind of getting a little some oaky. That's fair. That's uh, so. This one is older. This one is a ten year old. Okay. So bullet. Uh, it's a bullet single barrel. We did. It's one hundred four proof, and it's ten years old. And then this is alone. They have a couple different mash bills. When we say mash bills, that's the makeup of like the corn, the rye, the malted barley. All the bourbon has to be at least fifty one percent corn. Okay. But this one has twenty one percent rye in it, and that's on the lower side for them. They have one that's also thirty six percent rye. Okay. So this one's a twenty-one percent rye, and it's a ten-year-old, and they call it a, they call it a low rye. But at twenty-one percent, that's more rye than most distilleries out there is high rye. I got you. And well, that rye adds that little bit of. Some people mistake rye for alcohol. It's a little more spicy. You always try to compare like rye bread to wheat bread. You know the difference in that flavor there. Right. Very peppery too. I like mm-hmm. I like bullet. I do I do enjoy a bullet every now and then. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, it's crazy too how like how much science goes into this too because. You know, I I haven't re- I don't have any experience of like of tasting different whiskeys or, or getting any information about them really. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I I've I've learned some about craft beer, but this is like I feel like this is the the new. Not, it sounds weird to say the new craft beer, but this is the new thing to really get into, and and if especially if you you like to to have a good time and and learn at the same time, this is a. This is wild. The whole thing, percentages and all that. It's yeah, I mean, and you're seeing more as you're saying the craft beer. You're seeing more people like in the mid 2000s. You know, we opened in 02. We'll have our 20th anniversary next March. But in the mid 2000s, late 2000s, we were seeing. I mean, there was people coming in and getting Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, Maker's Mark, Crown mm-hmm. Oil. 
they weren't really branching out. And then we started seeing the trend change, and they would still get that, but then they would try something new. Mm -hmm. And now this whole thing of people collecting whiskey and having these large collections of bottles of different stuff open, I mean, you, you know, you, for us to have a 100 different types of single barrels right now, is <clears throat> insane to think about you know mm -hmm. we would have never thought of doing that when we started this because you're like it's a lot of different ones there's not enough people out there to come and try but they people like to try something different every night yeah you know they may want to try have the 1792 then move on to the bullet the same night yeah you never know or make co certain ones they like with different cocktails right Right. So, Absolutely. Let's say well, in my younger days, I used to drink a lot of Canadian. I had, a, I guess, a sweeter tooth. But, mm -hmm. you know, nowadays, <clears throat> not so. Not so much. Yeah. yeah, the Canadian whiskey tends to be a little sweeter. Okay. See, I didn't know I didn't know that either. I don't, mm -hmm. I'm learning. What's, yeah. this, uh, what's this next whiskey this you have? Th this next one we have here is going to be Rebel Distillers Collection. So this one is another. All of these yeah. are store picks that we've done, private barrels we've done there so this one is going to be a little bit different i'm anxious to see what he thinks about it before i talk about it <laughs> Ooh, this one's got some spice mm. this one's 113 proof they say they'll put hair on your chest <laughs> feel it feel it growing i saw your beard grow Whew. so this one is a weeded bourbon though Okay. So weeded bourbon tends to be softer, sweeter, um, even though this one has more proof to it. So that's where that spice he's talking about is coming through. Okay. So this one's 113 proof. It's five years old. Rebel Distillers, weeded bourbon. They used to be Rebel Yell, but they changed their name recently to Rebel, gotcha. Rebel Bourbon. Gotcha. Where are they based out of? They are based out of Bardstown. They're sourcing their whiskey right now. So that uh, when you hear someone say they're sourcing, it means they're buying it from another distillery okay. and they're bottling it in theirs. But they've had their distillery up and running for a couple of years now, two or three years. They're getting close. I mean, most people don't want to release it until it's at least four years old. So if you just if you started a a whiskey distillery, like that's from like buying the place to being able to put out product is a matter of years it has to be right? yeah that's why you see a lot like for instance cathead and jatson that's why they start with vodka and gin because they have to have something that pays the bills mm -hmm. you know you got to be, be able to produce something you can sell that brings in cash mm -hmm. so when you're doing whiskey i mean you're just constantly it's going i mean you're just putting barrels away putting barrels away putting barrels away mm -hmm. i mean the empty barrel alone <clears throat> Depends on how big you are on the contracts you have. Those run anywhere from $150 to $300 a barrel. Wow. So if you start talking, I mean, inside that barrel, you're getting 30 to 40 cases. I mean, so just say 180, 200, 200 bottles out of it. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it, start add, it starts adding up real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Jamie? I'm getting warmer. Yes. <laughs> and redder. Yes, I'm warming up. <laughs> That's good. Well, what's this next whiskey we uh, got? The next one we have here is going to be the Nulu Toasted. So this is a two-barrel blend we did um, here. So let's see what you think of that one. Dude, every time, the cat mask. <laughs> Ooh, this one's pretty smooth. They call that the Kentucky Hug when it warms you up right in the chest. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it. I like it. This one's got a smoothness to it. I like it. <laughs> I heard it in your voice. This one's got smooth. <laughs> yeah, this one's a, this one's smooth. 
smooth, huh? Mm-hmm. So this one, we took two barrels and we blended them together. We were like, at Nulu, they allow us to a little bit, we can kind of play mad scientists a little bit with yeah. those guys. Um, they're sourcing all their stuff too from a place in Indiana called MGP. It's a big time producer. Bullet Rye comes from there. There's several other ones that they make. I mean, we wanted our own whiskey. We can call them up, get a contract with them and say, hey, we want to do this. Right. Um, and then they would ship us the barrels and we'd have to bottle them and do all that stuff on our own. But right. that's what... Um, that's what Nulu does. So we got to try through several barrels. We kept blending and playing, and we found two we liked that worked together. Mm-hmm. And we toasted half of it. So we didn't toast the whole thing, the whole batch. We just blended that together, left it like it was, and we took the other half of it and put it in a toasted barrel. So it's still new oak because it couldn't be a bourbon if it went from into a used barrel. So it has to go new oak to new oak, and this one's just toasted. So mm-hmm. it's been there about four weeks. So it adds a little bit more of a creamier, creamier flavor to it. So sometimes it can soften it up. There's that's the new thing coming is toasted. It seems like the new little hot trend right now. Right. You had Elijah Craig do it, Basil Hayden's doing it, um, Nulu's done one. Wild Turkey's about to have a limited release. It's a toasted uh, okay. that they're doing. So it's just kind of adds a different like flavor instead of charring it. They they toast it. Yeah, I'm definitely okay. feeling a little toasty. I bet you are. Yeah. Especially in that sweater. Who? I'm <laughs> ready. I'm ready. ready. All right, and that one came in at 118 proof. Yeah. Oh, yeah, kill it, bro. Heck yeah. He's going to have to get an Uber home. Dude, he's, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep the mask on. It's fine. Which one was this? That's the Nulu. Nulu toasted uh, micro batch is what we call it. It's a two-barrel. Nulu. Nulu. N-U-L-U. It's made at Prohibition Craft Spirits, and they're in Louisville. I like it. Yep. Getting. All right, I'll put that. You got it? <laughs> All right, here's the last one. I'm not gonna say much about it. I'm gonna let you. Yes, Jamie. Ooh. How you feeling right now? Feeling good. Yeah. Feeling very good. Yeah. Is there anything we need to say? Like, hey, you know, uh, drink responsibly. And, yeah. Uh, yes. Well, definitely drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Always all that. call Uber. Click yeah. it or ticket. Yeah. It's my Mississippi too. There's Uber, <laughs> Lyft. We got all that in Hattiesburg. Grove Transit. Grove Transit. We yes. are big Grove Transit guys. Yes. They, they are awesome. Dan and those guys at Grove Transit Man. did a good job. They Ooh, were actually running is... the bourbon celebration for them. Oh, that's good. Yeah. This one, this has got some, this one has a little sweet to it. I feel, I can taste this one. This one's got some, uh, there's something about this one. So that's a rye whiskey. Okay. So usually it'd be a little spicier, but we dropped down in proof. We went down to 110 proof. So this is a Whistlepig 10-year-old rye whiskey. And rye whiskey, you can see, and so basically it's 51% rye instead of the 51% corn. So it's the same okay. bourbon you know, requirements, but it's just 51% rye instead of corn in there. Um, and rye tends to do better younger than bourbon. So you okay. can have four-year-old rye and be like, oh, this is really good. And you try some four-year-old bourbon and it's, it can kind of be grainy. Okay. Um, you can taste the corn and it hadn't had time to mellow out and those wood flavors going in and out of the barrel. But for some reason with that rye spice that it has, it does better younger. So as it's getting older, it, tends, it can get sweeter. Mm. Um, okay. Because more of that barrel, you want those wood sugars in the barrel. That's where you get all that vanilla and maple and all those sweet flavors. This one makes me want to watch a night game of an SEC football game. Uh, an SEC football game. Yeah. Yeah. On the old television set. Yeah. Which which team? <laughs> With the rabbit ears. Yeah. With the rabbit uh, ears. Probably the egg bowl. This is like egg bowl. I yeah. don't know. That's what it makes me think of. Yeah. Egg, egg bowl should be good this year. Let's yeah. hope. You yeah. know. Yeah. I man. think so. I think so. 
We'll see what happens. <laughs> see which team shows up on both sides. Yeah. They've had some good games and some bad games. Yeah. Man, this is so cool. Well, I like I like uh I like the hang, man. It's really it's really fun to just hear all this stuff about learn all this about whiskey because uh it's more complex than just, you know, just drinking. This is for this is for the the responsible adult, for the professional who really just wants to, you know, kind of expand their horizons a little bit, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's always fun to do it blind and side by side. One of the biggest questions I get that's the hardest for me to answer is, is this better than that? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you don't know. You could have eaten something spicy that day that you tried it, so it came across hot mm-hmm. or something along those lines. But until you can try stuff side by side, that's just the best way to, that I know to do it. So if grab some glasses do it at home just pour yourself a quarter half ounce and mm-hmm. try some different stuff it's fun to do well and what was can, your favorite i really enjoyed it's it's probably the bullet and then also that 1792 i know i started with the 1792 but i feel like if i pick it first but i feel like that bullet was is more my speed i really enjoyed that yeah 104 proof right in there 10 years old so Sometimes a sweet spot, you get more of that oak. But if you start getting older, some people they get, can get bitter. You yeah. know, the older is not always better uh, in bourbon. But yeah, and that's al- awesome. Also, want to share that if you have a friend who's like a bourbon connoisseur, that you know maybe you could go to Lincoln Road Package and pick them out a nice gift or something. You know, so it, it's a it's a good season for giving, especially absolutely coming especially up, especially in the cool weather for sure. Absolutely. Well, and you could do your whiskey one on one classes at the house. You said you had over a hundred. Uh, what is it? The, the 100 barrels. Private barrel picks, yeah. Man, you have over 100 of those, so you could actually do this on your own. But the next Whiskey 101 class is when? It's going to be December 6th at the Porter. At the Porter. Yep, okay. we're going to do Scotch. Yes. So we're going to go Ooh. through the five different, the main five regions of uh, Scotland. Man, So you'll get awesome. to try the different ones and see, talk about broad broad flavor profiles yeah you, know, you get into an alley scotch it's got your it's like you got your head inside a smoker it's so smoky yeah but. well that's cool too you learn something you learn about culture and it's it's like taking a trip outside of hattiesburg man don't without having to leave so that's awesome well jamie thanks so much for taking the time and sitting down with us and, and sharing your whiskey with us this was great awesome man i thank y'all for having me on i really appreciate it. i've enjoyed chatting with y'all this is good thank you this is a good time so make sure you follow lincoln road package store on all social media platforms link is in the description below jamie you got some music you can play us out with it's not music that's good man oh he's vibing you've been drinking he's vibing (laughs) it's not music oh my gosh